Welcome to Our Sleeve Life Podcast, hosted by Kelly and Mel, friends who had gastric sleeve surgery but five years apart. We wanted to create a supportive family with full transparency by sharing our stories as well as others from the community. We are breaking the stigma of weight loss and weight loss surgery one episode at a time. Hey, guess what, guys? We're not doctors. No, we are not. (laughs) No. So if you're going to be making any major medical decisions, please consult your doctor immediately. Yes. And that includes diet, surgeries, and exercise. We love you guys, and we want you to continue to be in our OSLP family. That's right. So be careful and consult your doctor. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome back, OSLP family. Welcome. Welcome. You are listening to and watching our Sleep Life podcast. And this this is Mel. And this is Kelly. (laughs) And we are like beyond words excited right now. Excited. Excited. We are about to hop on and watch the amazingly talented Dr. V. Dr. V. Dr. D. Dr. Novak. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It's early. It's early, guys. Prefaces. She's on the East Coast. We're yes. West Coast. So everything we watch is three hours early. And I'm not done with my coffee yet. Yeah. So just uh, bear with me. <laughs> um, but we are about to watch the amazingly talented Dr. D do a freaking bypass surgery. Bypass. Which, yes. Don't you think that we forgot about doing it? That was definitely on the program. And that's why we yes. have it right now because mm-hmm. we're like, we have to get this bypass in. Yes. Um, but also like there's a lot of technical stuff that goes on in the background to make mm-hmm. sure we can see all of the things. Yeah. Because we want to be able to see in the stomach and we want to see Dr. D and we want to see her team. Yeah. And then you want to see us. That's right. So we've got to make it all come together in one little technical video. That's right. And you guys, I think you guys are going to enjoy this because we're going to have fun. I know we are. We are so stoked to see a bypass. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Everyone's so worried about it. Everyone's mm-hmm. so scared and stressed out and nervous. And they're like, I don't want things to be rerouted, which we I don't blame you. We, were the, we are the same way. Yeah. Like we. That's why we chose the sleeve. 100%. 100%. Mm-hmm. I wish there was this for us. So yes. um, I hope you guys enjoy it because we're going to mm-hmm. get to go into the virtual room and if you are watching this and you have not watched our sleeve video go to our youtube channel it's just under our sleeve life podcast and go watch it so you can make a better informed decision on which surgery works best for you which tool is going to help you prolong your life and make you a happier and healthier person that's right. I like how you said that. Thank you. Yeah. Thank that's you. exactly what you need to do. Just do what is best for you. At the end of the day, it's about you. That's right. No one else. It's just oh. about you. So make yourself happy. Do what you want and just take control of that life. That's right. All right. Well, here we go. They're going to let right. us in. I'm so excited. Okay. Let's go. All right. There, there she go. is. Yeah. Oh, hi, guys. Hi, Dr. Bypass. Yeah. Yes. Oh. So excited for this I'm, one. I I love a gastric bypass. I mean, I know this is our sleeved life podcast, but I love the gastric bypass. Oh, yeah. And we have plenty of followers that have bypass. So we want to make sure they know what it looks like and how it's not as intimidating as they think it is. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Lots of good stuff. Yeah. All right. Look at her. Here we go. She's got our gown yeah. on. <laughs> a little dance. <laughs> a little dance. 
All right. Here we go. Yep, got to be quiet for a minute. It's here we go. Okay, All so right. we are ready to go. Yeah. I'm going to numb the skin. I always um, I put my hand on the abdomen about a hand's breath here from mm -hmm. this diphoid process. This is the base of the chest bone. Okay. And I measure down about a hand's breath, and then I go to the left of the midline, the patient's left, that is. And I'm going to numb all this up. So all I'm going up, to guys. use an 11 blade, which is my blade of choice right here. Yeah. And I'm going to make a small five millimeter, which is very, very small incision there. All right. Here we go. Oh, look at it. Oh, this is my oh, favorite so, part. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I love it. So I'm going into, I'm identifying all the layers of the abdominal wall. There you go. Okay. Now I'm in the abdomen and I'm going to have... My amazing assistant, Joe, she is going to attach the insufflation tubing there. And here we go. We're inside the abdomen. Oh, okay, wow. I can identify the layers. And now the abdomen's gonna blow up. Oh, yes. And how many layers are there? Oh, I think seven. Seven wow. layers. That's wow. crazy. It, Look at that, it it's comes. filling up. It's oh filling my up. gosh. It's so crazy and to see. Here we are. We're inside. Whoa. Look at that. Ooh. <laughs> I think I see you. Oh, I love your energy. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> we just love this. Yeah, it's just amazing <gasps> to see that that's that's a person on the table and you're about to change their life within mm -hmm. less than an hour. Mm -hmm. I know. It's true. This is crazy. You guys feel like you could do these surgeries at this point? <laughs> no, no, we wouldn't no. go there. But we can talk about it. For sure. <laughs> You're getting much more well-versed in them. I will tell you that for sure. Oh, I love our last one of our um, followers calls it now the gator. The, the little. Uh... Oh, I know. <gasps> I know. The good old stapler. Yep. Yeah. We were like, she's used the gator term. And I was like, yes, yes we named it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, if, if anyone out there is watching, if you haven't, if you don't know what we're talking about, we, um, we have we've done sleeves and now this is going to be a gastric bypass mm. so um let me tell you a little bit about um the patient yeah the patient um did an incredible job pre-op she went from 315 pounds when okay. she started the program and today she is at she just weighed in at 289 pounds. Wow. Whoa. Congratulations. She lost um, 26 pounds. Um, oh my gosh. And she's just super motivated. I don't require my patients to lose any weight mm -hmm. beforehand um, because I don't want to stress them out. You know how it is. Like you're yeah. just stressed. But when you just like follow it and I think and just do all those things, next thing you know, um, you lost 26 pounds and it's going to make my life and her recovery a lot, 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 lot easier. Well, and she's already put in place those practices that you need to use after surgery. Yeah, exactly. That's Ooh. the best thing that you can do there. Is that the right, visceral so fat? This... Yes. Yeah. Oh, good job. Wow. Fat. Look at visceral her. Fat? Yeah. That it was really good. That is 
um, visceral fat there. It okay. is um, called the Omentum and it's a fatty apron and it covers everybody's insides. Okay. All right. Now this right here, she has a beautiful one. This is um, called the ligament of trites. You see this sort of like filmy layer right here? Uh -huh. Yeah. So that's the ligament of trite. So that separates the um, first part of the intestine, which is called the duodenum from the second part right here. This is oh. the jejunum. So what I'm going to do is I have to count. So I'm going to count down 70 centimeters. Wow. My bowel grasper tip is about five centimeters. So I'm going to count in fives, five, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 55, 60. Shuffle this over here. 65 and 70. Wow. Nice. All right. So what I'm going to do is splay all this out and everything to the left side of the gator, aka the stapler, <laughs> is going to be the biliopancreatic limb. And then everything on the right is going to be the rue limb. Okay. So it's a, it's a get, listen, guys, if you're watching out there, it is very confusing the gastric bypass anatomy. I would actually suggest maybe um, when we're uh, advertising for this that we put pictures of what a room why gastric bypass kind of looks like yeah. so that they can follow it a little bit. But the first thing I'm doing is actually there's two connections. There's an upper connection between mm. the stomach pouch and the small intestine. And then there's this lower wide connection. Um, it's called the JJ anastomosis or jejunojejunostomy. And that's what we're doing first. We're doing the lower, we're doing the part on the intestine first. Okay. Oh, what's that? So, there's the old stapler. It's oh, stapled, sealed, and then separated off. This yellow right here, this is called the mesentery. And that is what houses the blood supply to that small intestine. So it always bleeds oh, here. Wow. So I have to just use this um, ultrasonic dissector, which will seal those little vessels and, and obtain what we call hemostasis or make it dry and not ble actively bleeding so okay. basically like a cauterization exactly okay okay that's so interesting so the fat the visceral fat that's in the a the apron that's the dangerous fat correct exactly exactly have you guys heard of apple shaped and pear shaped body habituses i've yes. only heard of pear shape not apple I've heard both. So, so there, um, so there's apple shape, which is more where it's in the central area of the abdomen, mm. and that is typically more of a male distribution mm. of weight. Um, and then there's the pear shape, which is when it's in the hips and buttock region, and that's where the abdomen doesn't have as much, but it's it's sort of like a pear. It's like thinner in the middle, and then it and it comes out to the sides. Mm -hmm. So the one, some of mainly women don't like their hips and their butts and things, but I will say that that's really, that's a lot easier. And most importantly, it is um, a safer, it's, it's a better type of distribution to your weight because the visceral fat, as you were saying, that is where um, there's a lot of dangerous things that can happen. Um, increased risk of diabetes, increased mm -hmm. risk of um this one, yep. uh, increased risk of uh, 
you know, cardiovascular disease. It, it just coats the blood vessels and all the internal organs, fatty liver disease, all that kind of stuff. Okay. All nice. right, now from the tip, I had to mark it because it's confusing to know what's what. So this is the part that with the strings that's going to go ultimately up to the stomach pouch. And now I'm going to count down 100 centimeters. Ah. So that's 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 55, 60, 65, 70, 75, 80, 85, 90, 95, 100. Wow. All right. So what we're going to do is we're going to make two things become one. So we're going to um, join the jejunum to the jejunum. And again, it's called a jejunojejunostomy or JJ. It's making that Y connection. So okay. is that from like the small intestine to the large intestine? No, no. that's a good question though. Um, this is from small intestine to small intestine. So okay. the first part of the small intestine is called the duodenum. Mm -hmm. The second part is called the jejunum. And the third part is called the ileum. So I'm attaching second part to second part, jejunum okay. to jejunum. Oh, okay. So what are you okay. doing right now? So right now... You can grab right there. Um, right now, I'm making something called an enterotomy, or I'm intentionally making a hole in the side of the intestine. And I'm doing this so that I can put that stapler device inside this hole mm. and I can join these two pieces of intestine together so that they, um, they meet up. Um, again, this is the why. If anyone's looking at that cartoon image or you've seen it, you know that this is where the food that you consume will mix up with the digestive juices from the bypass stomach and the first part of the small intestine. Oh, okay. Okay. That so makes a lot more sense. That's where this connection is. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a hard to explain. You kind of have to see this picture. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now this is the stapling device again, coming back at you. You guys already saw it earlier to divide oh, that. It's going now inside. Now I'm joining these two. Here they come. Yes. It's like putting on a pair of pants. Huh? Yeah, it, it kind of is. Left leg on, yeah. right leg. Yeah, left leg. First, you want right to get leg. all the way up to the crotch. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh wow. Now, for the people that are watching, they're probably wondering why is there not? Why is it not more bloodier when you made holes inside the intestine? Exactly. I do not want it to be. Um, I want it to be as bloodless as possible. Okay. Mm. And that's why we do the liquid diet the night before, kind of clear everything out? Um, no, that doesn't really do it. I used to think it did. Um, it's just all in these devices. There's a lot of research and things that go into making sure that they're as hemostatic as possible and that it, it all depends on the staple height that I use. Um, mm. So I'm using a white load, which is... Um, I use on the small intestine. It depends on the thickness of the tissue. There's there's a lot of stuff behind why I pick what I do. But gotcha. yeah, I think people would be surprised to know and to hear that this is a lot less um, bloody than you would think. It's yeah. pretty it's mm -hmm. pretty calm. It's not like there's blood squirting or anything right now. Yeah, exactly. not at all. Exactly. Boring is good. Boring is good in, in these elective surgeries. Yeah, that's what we want. No one to get hurt. So no, you just cauterize those not. together. So I didn't cauterize them. They they were stapled together. together. And they're they're the staples again are very small. Um, they are made of titanium. 
which is um, a very biocompatible uh, material. Mm. So there's really no like allergic reactions or adverse effects from that material. Okay. Um, they do stay inside the body. They do not um, absorb, okay. but they do get incorporated into the tissue. So if you were, if you had them and you were ever wondering, you could go through an MRI machine, okay. you could go through um, a metal detector and that sort of thing. And no one would, it wouldn't like light up that like, oh, they must have had some sort of stapler or something. Yeah. I was wondering that actually. Yeah. Like, huh. Does that I actually- think a lot of people do. They're so small. You can see that there's actually three rows on the end of that thing right there. But you, can, oh, wow. you can barely see it. Yeah. And if I were to go back in, even not that far out from now, it would be, um, it, it would be, it wouldn't even look like that. It would already be kind of looking like your body always was made to have this. Oh, okay. Okay. So that was one direction. Okay. I stapled um, to open this hole, but now I'm going to go the other direction. So this is bi-directional here. Just to, this is the biliopancreatic limb. In other words, that's where the bypass stomach and the first part of the small intestine drains into. Okay. And then this side here is food comes this direction. And then together they go into that piece of the small intestine. And from that point forward, from the Y forward, is called the common channel. Common channel. All right. Joe's gonna grab that. Okay. We're gonna flip this around and now we're gonna staple the other direction. Oh. Okay, so we're gonna come up here. That looks and crazy. Just getting this all situated here. It seems like there's a lot of visceral fat in there. There is. Um, there, there is. I've seen a thousand times worse than this, though. But there, oh, there okay. definitely is. Okay. Okay. So it's is it pretty normal the amount? Um, no, it's not normal, but it's normal for what I do. Okay. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. Well, yeah. <laughs> you can let go of that and then grab that one. We're just trying to line this on again, put on this pair of pants. There we go. Perfect. Wow. All right. Excellent. I love that analogy, putting on the pants. Yeah. I know. You hope that they go on easily. Well, That's a, the big thing. So a they're, lot it's of all people... lined up are just really nervous about the, having the R and Y just because they, you're, cause they think this is dangerous. Can you kind of explain why it's not? Sure. That's a great question. So I know it's a big decision. So um, I'm going to talk, we talked a little bit on the pod about why pick sleeve over bypass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For a lot of people, I mean, it's a personal decision. People have, like you said, sometimes they just feel like, Oh, it's just so much riskier. Um, I, I, I don't want to go there. Mm-hmm. Um, with with So the, the big three things, first I'll talk about how to help you to pick one over the other. So number one is if you have acid reflux, especially if you know if you have a hiatal hernia, mm-hmm. I would pick the gastric bypass because yeah. you're bypassing the part of the stomach that sometimes causes more acid reflux. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Number two, if you're a diabetic, I would pick the gastric bypass. It, it almost instantaneously will resolve, especially type two diabetes. Wow. Type one is a different story. It does improve type one, even though. Um, and then finally, if your BMI is over forty-five, I would suggest that you go with the gastric bypass because it's, um, on average, more weight loss. Oh, okay. So, okay. Yes. Uh, if you look at it in terms of excess body weight, 
if you're supposed to weigh 150 pounds, mm -hmm. but you weigh 250 pounds, that means you have 100 pounds of excess weight. Mm -hmm. With the sleeve, you can expect to lose between um, 60%, 60 and 70%. So for every 100 pounds you need to lose, you can mm -hmm. expect to lose around 60 to 70 of those pounds. Okay. And then with the gastric bypass, it's on average about 80% of the excess weight. So oh. it is a little higher um, weight loss. Okay. Got it. Got it. What about age? So every surgeon is a little different on what they say there. Um, I don't currently do um, any peds. Um, so I don't do anybody under the age of 18. Okay. Um, and then I do go all the way up to age 80. Wow. Awesome. Um, as long as the patient meets all the criteria and has all the clearances. If they have a cardiac history, they might have to get, for example, like a cardiac clearance or something like that. Okay. Okay. And what are you doing right now? Looks like you're so right now. So I made a big hole here, obviously, mm -hmm. um, to join these. And now I have to very carefully um, cut that off so that there's no hole. This is, this is, would be, if I left that hole, that would be a massive leak. Okay. Um, and so now I'm trying to line this all up. Let me put a bunch of this up here. So it doesn't pull, um, <laughs> so that I can staple this off. There it's we go. always mind boggling watching you move the intestines. It, it is <laughs> like, I'm, I'm just like, fascinated yeah i'm just this. thinking of my intestines and just like she's just moving them like there's nobody's business she's yeah just like oh. oh yeah just go just in like, get out of my way scramble i, I don't want around. them there oh now we're gonna staple exactly using the gator okay, so i staple this off with the gator as you guys call it i'm i'm not exactly the angle that i want to be at okay i'm trying i have to line this up better i didn't like the way that looked I love that about you that you're so um, particular. It's not. Oh, yeah. I mean, it drives me berserk. <laughs> that's what we love. Yep. That's what we want in a doctor. Yep. Yeah, you do. Every every surgeon's like that, though. I bet. I bet. It kind of like the intestines almost remind me of a snake because the visceral fat underneath, mm. like the two, the two toned. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> I love hearing your your um your little analogies and your thoughts and the way this stuff looks. Okay, it's so now we're gonna so look down there. So there's different layers of the intestine. So I want to make sure that all the serosa is out. And what's on this side of things? What's a serosa? Uh, so the serosa is the outer layer. Let me make sure that's out enough there. There we go. I'm gonna have to use two two whites. I can already tell there's a lot in the back there. Let me see if I can. Yeah. Just trying to carefully get this all in here. I know. Okay, so there's that. It's going to be a, um, a big time X. Let me see the back here. I think I'm, I'm through there. Yeah, might need one. Okay, so I want to make sure that I get this hole completely divided off. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Let's see what we can do. All right. In case we're good. So crazy. Okay, let's see if we need an extra white or not. Oh, we didn't need one. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> you hear everybody go. Yeah. <laughs> Woohoo! 
<laughs> they're cheering. Everyone's cheering. I love oh, it. Oh my good. So Mia's gonna check this out. Awesome. Oh my god, Oops. look at it. This Here's comes out right. And let me get that piece gotcha. for the twelve. And then um if you could show the back table so that she they want to see how big that piece is. You're gonna be shocked at how magnified wow. the image is and how how small it actually is. Whoa. Wow. That's... It seems so large. Yeah. No, it's super, 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 super small. small. Oh yeah, it is. It's like a fingertip. So that's like the tip almost. of where yeah. you combined everything, yes? Yeah. Okay. Wow. Um, Thank let's see, you. Do we need any clips on this? How's it look, Mia? That's so crazy. I'll take some clips. Okay. Wow. Okay. So what are you doing right, now, so Dr. Now just, D? So now what I'm doing is I'm just looking at this JJ anastomosis, and I'm going to see if there's any areas of oozing okay and just put um put a couple a clip there anything else look like it's oozing not really all right so that looks good um that looks like a good anastomosis okay so now what we're gonna do is we're gonna hold up on this mm -hmm. and we're gonna close the um it's called a jj hernia defect okay so okay. here is so this is the rule limb again that's mm -hmm. going to go up to the stomach pouch. Okay. This is um, a mesentery defect. You can see that. See how I'm putting my grasper in and out there? Uh -huh. That is an area where things could get herniated or stuck. Okay. So small intestine could migrate in there. And oh. um, and so I'm going to prevent that from happening by just sort of purse stringing oh, or okay. pulling this mesentery back together. And I'm doing that with a permanent stitch. Okay. Okay. Put an at the bond. An epo bond? So Ethobond. Ethobond. Um, it's just, yeah, this green one, it doesn't absorb. So it'll it'll be there to keep that area closed forever. We don't want that area to open back up. Okay. So is it pretty common that you have to do that? Yes, you have okay. to do that every time. Okay. Yeah, you close the mesenteric defects. There's two. There's one here, and at the very end of the case, there's another one that, that we will close. Okay. So you see that there's this little bit of hole right there. I'm going to close that. This is this is the purse string maneuver where I'm just going to go down across and then up. Oh, okay. So there we go. You guys get to watch my little bit of suturing down here. But when yeah. we go up top, I'm going to do a lot, lot of suturing. Yes. Okay. So I'm going to tighten this all down. Pull that hole together. All right. So the JJ and its mesenteric defect are closed and done. So that's part one. And the next part is making the upper connection, the gastrodagen ostomy. Well, and this person didn't have any hernias, right? When so this in. person, no, this person didn't have, um, she does not have any incisional hernias. There's many different types of hernias. Okay. That's kind of a good point. There's incisional hernias. There's a hiatal hernia. I haven't looked at her hiatus, which is up um, by the diaphragm. Okay. So I haven't looked to see if she has um, a big hiatal hernia yet to see if that needs fixed or anything. Okay. Is that something you can see on like uh, the um, endoscopy? Yes, exactly. Okay. Now, does every patient do one There's of one? those for you? Uh, not yet. Okay. Got it. Okay. That fat looks interesting. Yeah, it looks different. This fat, this is now this is 
different than the mesenteric fat that houses okay. the blood vessels. This is the um, this is the omentum, which is that fatty apron that you guys saw originally. Oh, okay. So we're just going to divide this down the middle. Um, the reason why we do this is twofold. The most important reason is because when I bring up that piece of small intestine to meet up with the stomach pouch, mm -hmm. I need to have a path. So I'm like basically like clearing a path right now. Oh. And then um, the second reason is I use this, you'll see it, it's going to be like kind of a big blanket of fat. I'll use that at the end to cover up the, um, the connection of the stomach pouch, the small intestine. I just sort of tuck it in, keep it safe. Okay. Okay. So if somebody was going to do a liposuction, what kind of fat yes. would be removed or yeah. lipoed out? Yeah. That's such a good question. So uh, it is not internal fats with that. Oh. It is all superficial. So you don't, the plastic surgeon does not enter the abdomen with that. Oh. They make small incisions. So a person that would benefit more from that is there's different body habituses. There's some people that have a very thin abdominal wall and like you're noting all of their fat is on the inside. Mm -hmm. But then there's some people that have a lot of fat in the superficial that would really benefit from a lot of lipo. Okay. Okay. And that's just something that you would have to do a consult with a surgeon? Exactly. Okay. With a plastic surgeon. You okay. want to make sure that that they, um, they may be able to tell from honestly kind of like pinching your abdomen and and from a physical exam, having you stand up, just, they'd be able to figure that out. Okay. Cool. So what are you doing exactly now? So this is still the dividing of that momentum. And I'm going all the way down until I reach the transverse colon, okay. which is kind of at three o'clock there. Okay. This right here, this is the transverse colon. Got it. So I go down to that, careful not to injure that. And then... Um, now I'm just kind of going underneath that just to make, you'll see a huge fat blanket. Okay. She's going to have an awesome fat blanket. <laughs> I bet she'll love to hear that. Yeah. I, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we're about to get to the fun action. My favorite organ, which is the stomach. The stomach. <laughs> we know that. Yeah. I know. You guys know all about what I love here. I mean, that's our favorite organ, too. Yeah. So. Good. We're right there with you. And with the sleeve, the only organ that's touched with the sleeve is the stomach. With the bypass, as you can see, there's some small intestine action. And mm -hmm. then, of course, the stomach is going to be made smaller, too. So there's that's why it's two different zones of the abdomen, which are... I think that's all right. a big misconception is that your stomach is still messed with during the bypass. Oh, definitely. Yeah. People definitely. seem to think you're just rerouting the um, intestines and that you're still doing stuff to the no, stomach. And then you're making the stomach way mm. smaller. Okay. All right. Do you need us to turn the gas down? Look at that. Okay. Let's see how she does. Okay. We're going to do reverse Trendelenburg positioning. So we're changing the positioning of the bed now. So you're going to see the bed kind of on um, the patient standing up straight. Yeah. And, um, and so it's, we have a footboard on the base of the bed. So the patient's um, honestly not quite vertical, but they are standing up and coming to us because we need the stomach to fall down okay. with gravity. Yeah. Oh, that makes more sense. I know this is a little liver retractor I'm putting in right now. Okay. Um, it's incisionless, so I use one less incision in that area. 
Awesome. And this patient does not have a hiatal hernia. Yay. Yay. Congratulations. I know that's, that's a good, good for them. Now the, the way that you uh, move the liver out of the way, it's like a little hammock, right? Exactly. It's like a little thong, but a hammock <laughs> is probably a better, um, a, a better descriptor. Yes. It, it hammocks it up. I mean, I like thong, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, hammock makes more sense. So yeah. one portion is clipped to the um, diaphragm, oh. which is right up in here. And then one portion goes through the abdominal wall to, yes, hammock it up. And then there she is in all of her glory. There is the stomach. Gorgeous. That was so cool to watch the liver pop up like that. Uh Uh-huh. All right. So the patient, um, we're just going to give her 15 more medicine here. Okay. We're going to wait a second here. And um, so let's talk about the stomach a little bit. Uh, The stomach is about the size of a football. Mm. Um, you guys have seen, obviously, with the sleeve, how much comes out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it shows that you can really eat a fair amount of it. Mm-hmm. Here it is. Um, the first thing that we do with the gastric bypass is we clean off all the attachments at the top. Mm. And let's look here. It's really stuck up there. So I'm going to go here and I'm just going to make myself some room for when I'm going to come through with the, the stapler device Okay. Um, at the very end. So I'm kind of like setting myself up right now. And what are you cutting right there? So right now I'm just making a path for my stapler to pop through. You'll see it in a few new moment it'll make more sense soon okay so i'm just sort of taking these uh attachments down okay you can see a little uh the spleen peeking through right there oh yeah oh the very back good old spleen i like your soundbite of um me saying don't touch the spleen don't mess with the spleen (laughs) (laughs) respect the spleen yes yes very important very important okay so that's cleaned off pretty good and then just for all of our viewers, if you're watching this, there's the heart beating through oh. the old diaphragm there. That's our favorite part. It's is seeing that. Know. It freaks me out because it's just like, it's real. Like this is really happening to a person. You can see their mm-hmm. heart. You can see their like adab- uh, abdominal wall move when they're mm-hmm. breathing. Like it's crazy. Exactly. That's the, that's the diaphragm, which as you can see is a big muscle. Yeah. It is. It's huge. huge. Yeah, I think it's funny because I'm like, I never in my life thought I would be like, oh, that's a beautiful liver. Right. Or <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> never guessed it. But I, I love it. Yeah. I, I think the liver is just a gorgeous organ. Yeah, when you guys talk about your favorite yeah. organ, it's mine's like it goes liver and then stomach. And it's just because the liver can gen- uh, regenerate itself. Oh, I true. think it's really cool that it yeah. can do that. Yeah, the liver can be beautiful, but it can be horrible too. <laughs> yeah, Getting yes. your way, big time. So yeah, she has a great liver. She's kind to me here. <laughs> Good. Is, is everything out of the stomach? Losing a little bit here, which happens, which the stapler will help to take care of that. All right, so I'm going to use... Um, the other staplers I've been using are um, 60 millimeters. This one's a 45 millimeter. Okay, okay. This is to cut this across to make it into a cute little um, pouch here. Okay. Cute little pouch. 
Yes, I like I like my um, gastric pouches to be cute. Yeah, yes, no of doubt. course. Gotta make them look good. All right. So we make sure everything's out of the stomach before we staple or cross it. So that's what I was asking about. You don't want to accidentally staple anything in. That's for sure. Yes. Okay, so I'm going to staple across first, and then I'm going to go vertical. So transverse and then vertical. Okay. So there's just one that's going to go across, and then to help me to guide me making it vertical so I don't make the pouch too big or too tight, I'm going to use a sizing tube, oh. and it is um, 32 French. So when I do a sleeve for reference, it's about 36 French. Mm-hmm. Oh. So with this, it's um, smaller. It's a 32 French for the bypass because the pouches, the way I make them is a little bit, they're long and skinny. So what size of a pouch um, do you leave for the bypass? I was just going to ask that. Oh, no. Yeah. It is about the size of a thumb. Whoa. Wow. So a size of a thumb so gets connected. if you're looking for like a football to a thumb size, exactly. To the intestine. Well, and that that's one of the reasons why you would lose more weight with the bypass. Can be. Yep. For okay. a case I've done the CG. Yep. The pouch is smaller. Okay. So it's, so it, so to describe that it's quote more restrictive. Okay. All okay. right. And then did you see perfect? So this is him. You can see kind of like that bulge right there. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's the sizing tube. And then, um, Joe, my assistant just pulled some out of the top cause you don't want to leave, uh, any excess stomach. Okay. You don't want redundant stomach in there. You want it to be as the Goldilocks. You don't want it too big, but you don't want it too tight either. Okay. Just right. So part of the stomach still comes out and gets removed then. No, nothing gets removed with this one. Okay. It gets bypassed. So 95% of the stomach is in here, but it's bypassed. Now with the sleeve, 80% of the stomach is removed, which is why it's called a gastrectomy or removal. Got it. Okay. So 95% for the bypass still sits there. It's still there, and I know that it's hard to describe. And when you look at pictures, people ask me all the time, well, what happens to that part? Does it just float away? I'll take a clip first. Um, But no, it does not float away. The cartoon pictures of it really don't do it justice for really how it looks. So you can see it still has a good blood supply um, and all that sort of thing. So let me – I'm going to clip here. Uh, There's like a little oozing vessel. Okay, now I'm going to go underneath. Sometimes this fat bleeds here. This oozes a little bit, so we have to make sure that we get it all dry and cleaned up. Okay, now I'm going to go underneath. And remember before on the other side, we uh, cleaned up the top side. Mm -hmm. And now I'm going to clean up this side. It's so crazy you're going right through it to clean it up. So. Yeah, so we're gonna we're just gonna try to prevent it from oozing. So that's why I'm using this ultrasonic dissector to see. And burn how the do you pick here. which part is gonna become the thumb? Um, it's always the same. It's always yeah. the same. Like it just it just is, Melanie. <laughs> so basically, oh, like, because it's just <laughs> your esophagus that like meet at the stomach, right? So the esophagus goes through the diaphragm, becomes this little stomach pouch, and then um, we're gonna clean the camera. There was like a little bit of a glob on there. there still is, but it's it's much better. Little glob. A little glob. Sometimes that happens. 
on these little cameras. These cameras are so tiny. It's, You'd be shocked. I mean, how tiny they are. It's so funny because it just it, like the magnification kind of messes with your brain a little bit because yeah. you're like, no, these things are huge. No, they're not. No. <laughs> they're tiny. I know. Exactly. So do you see the blue um, up there at 12 o'clock? Yeah. Yes. Okay, so that's why I did all that work before and after, so that that would just slip through there easily. Got it. That makes Otherwise, way it more sense. Like, oh, that's why I clean it up here, and then I went underneath and I cleaned it, and then it just pops through. Otherwise, that part can be um, a big pain in the butt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no pains so in the butt. Over here, no. I want I want I want participating patients, and it's easy. So this part over here is going to become the stomach pouch. And then all of this here, we'll have a better picture of it soon. It's going to be that 95% that's bypassed. Okay. And that just, I mean, because you said you're not removing it. So does it, like what happens over time? Does it just sit there? Yep. Okay. It'll look exactly as it does today over time. Okay. It is still working. I mean, it's still made, there's stomach juices that are made there. There's different enzymes and things that are, are made in the stomach that do aid in digestion. And okay. they still do the same exact thing as they always do, except they're not meeting up with the food in the stomach. They're meeting up with the food at that Y connection downstream. Got oh, it. Oh, okay. That makes way more sense. I was like, how, what does it do, though? Yeah. Because <laughs> like, I was thinking that, it, so it's still connected to your system. Exactly. Okay. So it's all still connected, but they don't meet up in the same way. Got it. So yes, things are being rerouted. People do not like that word. I've no. learned that. Mm -mm. Um, they're like, oh, I just don't like the idea of things being rerouted. And, and I mean, I was the same way. Different course. Ditto. I was too. Yeah. I was like, I don't want anything rerouted. I don't want anything like messed with other than my stomach. But now watching the bypass, it's like, oh, it's not that big of a deal. Mm -mm. Everything stays in there. So it's. I mean, so it's I'm a... posing. Oh, go ahead. I wanted, I wanted you to see this part. I'm posing this. This is a stomach pouch, this little cute thing. Oh. And then she's pulling back to show you. Look at all that's bypassed. Wow. So you can see the pouch versus all of this here. This is all the bypass portion. Oh, my goodness. So food, uh, no, that one didn't take. I don't know why. So we're going to take this again. I take pictures for the patients. Yeah. So literally everyone like, All right. so think of it like your stomach the size of a football, she said, but now mm -hmm. the bite, like the section of your stomach's a thumb and the rest of it just exactly. stays there. And yeah. you can really see the yeah. difference there. Yeah. Okay. So this is the rule limb. You saw the mark on there. Um, we are now joining the stomach pouch that we just made and we just admired to this um, piece of the small intestine okay. um, from earlier. So I'm going to connect these two, put a little suture there. Here we go. Put a suture on this end of it. Show a little bit of fat back here, uh, which I did not uh, dissect off completely. Is that a is that a problem? If you no, it no. might it might use a little bit more whenever I'm putting the sutures through it God, oh, okay. so it Got might it. just aggravate me <laughs> it's that ocd coming out <laughs> kind of <laughs> <laughs> okay so now joe's bringing that up beautiful excellent okay so she's going to hold that and now i'm going to do the other end of this this is the other side 
Okay, here we go. Here, clean that off. This is where and it bring all these comes together. together. Wow. It all is going to come together here. Let me grab this side of the stomach pouch. And then sew this together exactly. And then we're going to make the big fancy name for this again is the gastrodejunostomy. Wow. Where I'm bringing the stomach pouch, gastric pouch to the small intestine, which is the jejunum. So this is the GJ and that's the JJ. I told you there's so much slang and. <laughs> wow. But I'm letting you in on it. So you yeah. guys could talk to all of your bariatric surgeons out there. Huh? Yes. You can be like, I know exactly what's happening. <laughs> be like, exactly. I can teach you a couple things. Yep. <laughs> I got I, some slang. I watched OSLP and Dr. D. <laughs> <laughs> so good. I love it. It's so cool. Yeah. How many sutures do you do? Like, what's the average? Um, on the average case? Yeah. How many sutures are there? 12? 13. 13. Wow. Okay. okay. It's, it's always the same. So when it's like, oh, what do you normally average case? It's like, well, it's always the same. It's always, always the, the same. same. Something's oozing back there. Okay. All right. So now I'm going to make a, a hole intentionally. It's called a gastrotomy. I'm making it in the um, backside here of the stomach pouch. Okay. And what's that for? This is going to be, this is going to accept that stapler to join them together mm, okay. from inside the stomach there. See how my instrument's disappearing mm. up yonder that's um, is in the stomach pouch. Okay. And then this part down here, I'm going to make a little um, enterotomy into the side of the um, rear limb. And I'm going to join these two things together here. Oh. Okay. There's mucosum inside the um, rear limb there. And here we go. And there's the so gator. There, I'm in the stomach pouch. Yep, there it goes. I'm turning it that way. And now I'm going to rotate. Oh, A lot wow. of finesse moves here. So the hole she made in the pouch, the stomach pouch, and the hole she made in the intestines nice. is now being connected yep. by the gator. Exactly. It looks beautiful. That was nice. So sweet. That looks super good. So... We are holding this and then that lets all the swelling out. Now I'm firing this and again, to become one with this thing. Wow. So yes. now they can take a drink of water or whatever, and it's going to flow just fine. Well, except there's a massive hole in the front side. I have to close and then it'll be just fine. <laughs> and then it'll be just, just fine. Okay, just yeah. Fine. Let's, let's close soon. that hole. We're getting there. We're we, getting yeah. there. Yes. Well, and how many, um, so each time you use the gator, you have to re reload it, put a new load on it. Exactly. Okay. It's a one-time use so okay. the handle. You can use multiple times, but the actual reload, as we call them, okay. you can only use, um, you can only use each one once. Okay. Exactly. It's just so cool to look up and see the heart beating <laughs> yeah the fact that we can see it we know what it is yeah yeah exactly 
you guys can find your way around an abdomen at this point, I feel like. I, I think so. I think you've taught us pretty well. Yeah, I've been trying to explain to people, guess what? Your stomach's not really where you think it is. It's I like know. up exactly. in the left, cage, like your left rib cage area. Left or- so, left upper quadrant exactly yeah, I was just the left gonna say cage. that yeah I've been telling people it's your abdomen that hurts abdomen abdomen pick a quadrant which one hurts <laughs> like <laughs> exactly pick a quadrant I know instead of my my stomach hurts well okay that's not your stomach so right now we're <laughs> yeah exactly we're trying to there was some oozing up here and we're trying to okay. figure out where Why? is this where? oozing from Yeah. It's like a mystery. It's like a scavenger hunt. Hmm. So the oozing could probably be from the fat, correct? Exactly. Okay. Okay. It could be. Let me try to get you in there better. Oh, that's so crazy. So now are you suctioning and some of it out? Yep, exactly. Yep. So you could see kind of find the yeah, place. I'm gonna put a clip on that. So for us. And then there's, there's something, yeah, let me, let me go up here. Wow. Okay. So I have a really stretch here. Okay. That was pretty good. And then we'll try the other side. You know, sometimes it's like when you staple on the fat, it just oozes a little bit. So I just clip those areas. And the, and then with the clips, do you leave those in there? Yes, those okay. stay in. Okay. Exactly. And so they're like yeah, the these... titanium staples with the exactly. gator. Exactly. Okay. 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 Good, good. That's, that's no one worry. You can go through those machines at the airport. Yep. You'll be fine. Exactly. You can travel. Nobody's going to think anything different. Yep. You put another one up there. You can go wear those swimsuits at the beach. It. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> exactly. Especially I after you guys to live your lives yes. without worry. Yes. We were just talking about that yesterday. We were saying, wear that swimsuit, wear those shorts. Nobody exactly. cares. Yeah. No. Live your life. Live your life for real. Yeah, just be who I mean, you that are. That looks good now, I think. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. So that's no longer oozing. Yay. <laughs> All right. Yay. Okay, so now what we're going to do is we're going to flip this on its backside. Okay. And we're going to look to see if there's any, um, how the backside looks. So we wanted to make sure that that's, all brought together nicely. Mm. That looks good. Mm-hmm. Looks beautiful. Okay, that was <laughs> sealed. So Yay. you need to make sure that this is a 360 degrees airtight seal. It's imperative. Mm. Otherwise, if it's not, then that's a leak. That's mm. the that's a very dreaded thing that we talk a lot about. Yeah. Um, fortunately, we've all gotten really good at at these operations and and preventing that, but it's there's always a risk, always a risk. So of we're course. always hyper vigilant to make sure that everything looks perfect before we wake a patient up. Awesome. Yeah. Now, how would you know if you had a leak? You would know. You, you <laughs> feel you, patients. You can take a glance at them, and they just don't. They don't look well. Okay. They okay. look very um, sick. They have kind of a toxic appearance. Oh. Also, um, uh, one of the earliest signs is um, an increase in heart rate. Oh, so tachycardia. So if the heart rate's consistently at rest above 110, 115, that's not normal. Okay. It could be dehydration. It could be a number of things, mm-hmm. but you always keep 
is your differential diagnosis of issues, you know, leak, uh, leak and bleeding okay. at the front of mind. Um, also, if a patient's blood sugar is elevated, mm. um, that's hyperglycemia mm-hmm. is one of the body's um, earliest inflammatory responses to stress. Oh, so uh, and, and the biggest thing also, patients will tell you there's something not right. They oh. will have almost like this impending doom type of a, a feeling. Mm. Um, and they'll have severe stabbing. It's a stabbing. It's not like, oh, I have gas pain. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, I, I feel like that. It's a, it's a very focal stabbing pain. Okay. Okay. There's, very, there's some characteristic. If people tell you certain things, you just... You're going to investigate them very quickly. Yeah. Okay. And what are the scary stuff? What are the symptoms of hypoglycemia? So hyperglycemia, or hyper. um, and that, that would be the stress response. Mm-hmm. It would just be part of it all. The hypoglycemia um, sometimes happens, and that's what's behind that phenomenon called dumping syndrome. Okay. So you'll get low blood sugar or hypo. Hypo is low. Hypoglycemia. Mm-hmm. If you binge after the gastric bypass on something you shouldn't. Mm. So if you eat a, a, a big amount of, of sugar, if you're doing, um, you know, you just sit down and you kind of binge on a large amount of ice cream, mm. you'll probably not feel great. You'll feel very dizzy, lightheaded, like um, you'll feel sweaty, clammy. Mm. You just won't feel well. You'll be like almost nauseous. Like, why did I do that? Mm. And I always like that phenomenon. You're right. Because it's it, it's a built-in slap on the wrist. Don't do it that. Is. You feel so sick. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it. I feel like it helps you to, nobody feels good when their blood sugar is low. That's we, for sure. We hear that quite often, like with the bypass patients that like they appreciate that feeling because it checks them and it's like, um, okay, that's not what you do anymore. Yeah. Exactly. Do you guys wish that you had that feeling? Um, sometimes I do. I mean, just because of like the stress that I've been under in the last, you know, six months, like I almost wish that I had that tool, that a little bit of extra tool for me to be like, okay, Kelly, get your shit together. (laughs) Like stop doing what you're doing. We know. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, sometimes I do. I kind of wish that I had gotten the bypass. Just for that reason. And I was going to ask. Yeah, for yeah, me, I wish now? that I did get the bypass just because I never hit my personal goal weight. Mm. And I know with bypass, I probably would have because mm-hmm. I was only mm-hmm. like 20 pounds away from my personal goal weight. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So I do think because it has such a higher percentage that I probably would have hit it. But I'm still happy within my body. So I'm not upset about it no sure no. sure but i no. definitely i think that's very candid that's very honest um there's a lot to think about it is mm-hmm. it's a big decision it... uh-huh and realizing bypass isn't more. as scary as i thought it was even mm-hmm. myself i was like no way do i want anything rerouting mm-hmm. that's too much work like they shouldn't have to Reduce do all that on the so like i was super nervous but mm-hmm. watching this and seeing how calm you are definitely helps because like you're professional and that's what we should have in the OR and we shouldn't Mm -hmm. be scared of that. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm watching it it, it all come together. It's like, Oh, okay. It's not as scary as we thought. Yep. It would actually would have been maybe a better decision 
not saying that the sleeve is bad. The sleeve is really good and it worked for both of us, but it, it's almost like that. Hmm. Should I have? Right. Mm-hmm. Right. It's, I think you just back to, you guys said it, said it best. This is a big decision. Yeah. It's a big decision to either even get the process started telling yourself, am I big enough to have weight loss surgery? Mm-hmm. Am I a failure? Cause I couldn't quote do it on my own. Mm-hmm. There's what will my family think? What do I think about myself? Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's hard. And then it's like, all right, when you find like, all right, I'm going to go for this. Then it's like, all right, now, which one do you want to pick? Yep. <laughs> and yeah. It's uh, another set of considerations. Mm-hmm. So what, um, if you did a revision from a sleeve to a bypass, what are, yes. what are the um, kind of markers that you would do that? So there's two, you mean like the indications for why I would do a revision? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So the, the big thing there is two, two reasons. Um, one is acid reflux. Some patients do get really nasty um, acid reflux mm. after the sleeve. Okay. And it's because uh, if you guys haven't seen it, you should check out a sleeve because it shows at the end of the stomach, there's that pylorus, which again, is kind of like a gatekeeper between the stomach and small intestine. And then that will be closed and that causes everything um, when it's closed after you eat, um, sometimes it sits there and sometimes it drives back up and that can cause some acid reflux. Okay. So there's that number one. Um, so bad acid reflux. And I, that means I would need to bypass the pylorus. So you see here, things are going straight through the pylorus. sits over here to mm-hmm. screen left. And so, um, you might just need to bypass it. Second, um, is for weight regain. Mm. Um, sometimes you just want to make the stomach a little bit smaller. Mm-hmm. There's other things to do for weight regain. Of course, we've talked about this a lot of times, going back to your dietitian, mm-hmm. going, um, and if you feel like you can eat a lot more than you think you should eat, I don't believe things stretch out, but I do think maybe the stomach, there was like some of that redundant stomach left um, when the surgeon did it. Mm, you know, okay. maybe it wasn't as tight as it could have been or should have been. That's okay. one consideration. So you can have like the, like you asked about the EGDs, the upper endoscopies to evaluate. You can have an upper GI swallow study where you drink contrast and then they shoot um, an image in radiology to see what, ha- what does the contrast do? Does it go straight down? Does it go into a huge pouch or mm. huge sleeve stomach? Okay. Does it reflux back up? Does it just sit there? Does it have any areas of narrowing? So there's, there's a few reasons why um, you may need a, a revision. Okay. But they, most of them revolve around dysphagia, which is a difficulty in swallowing and acid reflux and for weight regains. Okay. How much weight regain would you consider enough to do a revision? So if you want insurance to pay for it, you still have to meet the NIH criteria, whether you agree with them or not. That's still the rules, which is the BMI of 35. Got okay. it. Okay. Okay. Good to know. Yeah. Do you have any other bike rolls? Yeah. I'm going to put another stitch here. See how it's kind of oozing right here? Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'll do a seven. So I'm going to put a little stitch here just to um, tighten it down because a little bit of fat there. But otherwise, this looks really really good it looks real clean it's crazy to think that's a little tummy it is a little tummy the little tummy it's super tiny remember guys this is magnified so this is a very 
tiny little stomach pouch. Yeah, yeah it is. So I'm just going to. He's just a little tiny guy. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So cute. Well, when you see these things and you look at food now, it's like, wow, like how are we able to put like put that in our bodies? Like this is why they say chew really well, everyone. 20, wasn't it 20 bites at a time? 25. 25? 25. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. I remember counting like right after I started and I'd be like one, two, three. And I count every time. Oh, gosh. (gasps) When it I, got real annoying oh. real quick, but I did it for a while. Well, I still do sometimes think, now if I take too big of a bite of something. I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, Murray, remember, chew, chew, chew. Yeah. This is too much. It's so true. I think the big thing with that is, of course, getting used to it, but it's the non-American way. Slow down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just slow down. Put your forks down. Um, try to eat enough, though, but at the same time, when you're really like full to your capacity try to stop. The thing is, remember guys, you don't want to be hungry again in an hour. Yeah. So that's another, it's another key consideration of what you don't want to do. Mm-hmm. All right. So put this stitch I'm going to tighten this up. Hopefully it will not. I love how you can hear it when she tightens. Mm-hmm. It's like it ratcheting down. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I like the I gator. Love I love being able to hear the gator. Yeah, when it goes. Uh-huh. <laughs> you can hear the stapler firing. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think my ga- I think the better. gator is my favorite tool. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Well, that company would be very happy to hear you say that. <laughs> <laughs> That's big business right there. Big business. I bet. Yeah, that's oh, that's right. a pretty freaking cool tool. Cool so that looks much better. It's not oozing anymore. So there she oh, yeah. is. Oh, yeah. Look beautiful. At that. beautiful. Now we're going to close. So this is the colon right here. This is the um, omentum okay. colon. Okay. This is the transverse colon meso- um, mesentery, mesocolon also known as. This is epiploic fat. Mm. You'd be surprised at how many different types of fat there are. Yeah. How many types are there? Oh, God. I don't know. A lot. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of different names for all this stuff so this is the, this is the hole when people have an internal hernia 99 mm-hmm. of the time you see this right here you see my grass was going in and out uh-huh this is where the intestines will migrate there and get stuck okay. and um there's very it typically happens years down the road um when you've lost weight and i'm i'm sewing fat to fat right now the mesentery to the mesentery okay but in a perfect storm one out of every 200 gastric bypasses you'll lose weight and that'll make this whole recur and the intestines will just shimmy themselves right where they're not supposed to be. Wow. And you have to go and pull them back out and then close this hole again with permanent suture again. Wow. So this might be a dumb question. But, no dumb questions. But when you look at the intestines and how you're moving stuff around, like how can you tell what's a hole versus just where it's supposed to be at? Because it kind of like... That's a good question. Cause... I just know that I... This is a man-made hold by me because when I brought up that piece of intestine there, that makes this whole area a, a brand new hole that didn't exist before. Okay. So I know what I caused. Okay. So that hole is always there again, the same exact thing over and over again. It's efficient, but it's also just, it's just quality assurance, just like in the airline industry. All right. So now I love, this is my favorite part of the case. Ooh. Um, I'm going to check for leaks so we can level out a little bit. Okay. And I'm going to put a clamp on the intestine here. 
Okay. Um, because I want this to be under pressure. Oh. Okay. And we're so we're blowing up. You can see that it's blowing up. Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah. And we're looking for any bubbling. So it's like looking for a hole in a tire. Okay. If you see if you see bubbling, <laughs> then it's not airtight. There's a hole you have to fix it. Okay. That looks really good. Or you can pop that off, please. We're gonna completely remove that tube. And I'm gonna take this one off. The clamp can come off. Wow. So that was an airtight seal, which is great. Yay! We so should pass the leak test on the first time, which Woo-hoo. is great. Again, what I'm holding right here, I'm pointing to that's the bypass stomach. Okay. And this over here is the stomach, the new stomach pouch that will see and receive food. That all looks really good. We're going to go up here and ch- check out the spleen. There it is. Just wanted yes, you guys to see it. Wow. We're suctioning up the fluid around there. Um, is this bleeding back there? Oh, does this patient tell? have their gallbladder? I think so. We are going to go over there and I'm going to take you on a little tour yeah. around the abdomen and show you a few things. So this, remember that I said this one has a great blanket. She has a great blanket. Oh yeah, she so does. So you see all this uh-huh. back here. I, I'm just kind of covering underneath this is that connection between the stomach pouch and the small intestine. So that's all getting covered up. Wow. Oh, wow. And then you're going to lay the liver right back top on top of it. I'm going to lay it right back down on top of it. Wow. So I have to unclip this liver retractor there i have to completely remove that from the body okay now we're going to look over at the um gallbladder there it is there's her gallbladder sticking out right there yes wow (laughs) there it is okay there it is it's happening so if you don't have a gallbladder um and have like GERD so you would you still recommend bypass definitely okay okay which is Definitely. it's interesting because I have GERD and as, like bad acid reflux, and I still got the sleep. I'm surprised. That I am yeah. too. Yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't recommend that. Yeah. I. That's what I was thinking. I'm like, huh. Do you still have problems? Not as I. I still get acid reflux, but I also take the Prevacid every day. Okay. Prescribed. You still do. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I there's know. certain Sometimes days. It's annoying. Yeah. Certain days, it's like. Um, bad. Yeah. It like, I, it's in my throat and I'm just like, I'm going to suction everything out of the abdomen now. So the abdomen is going to be deflating here. Ooh, I'm sucking all Ooh this la out. La. There it goes. Okay. So now we're going to close these, the skin incisions here. And we do this by the way. Um, if you don't know about the way we did the same way with the sleeve closure, it's the same four little incisions and I'm doing a plastic surgery closure where I um, reapproximate the, the skin together and then use uh, a, a thin layer of waterproof skin glue over top of that to just seal it off. Okay. And how long does that uh, seal on top stay there? So that stays on typically about a week. And after that, it'll either start to um, kind of roll off or um, just sort of start itching and you can you can always just peel it off yourself just sort of like pick it off okay okay but wait about a week i mean if it starts to fall off before don't panic okay got it the incisions are so small i mean the incisional care is just to keep them as clean and dry as possible okay that's so amazing. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Awesome. It's so crazy to think like that her or her, I don't know if it's her, 
the person, uh, the patient is going to wake up and just like whole new life, whole new life, whole new journey. Totally. Yeah. And this patient will within an hour be walking. Okay. Also within an hour be, be drinking. Mm. Um, again, we want to make sure that patients can drink at least three to six ounces before they go home. Okay. Um, we'll make sure she can urinate. So again, if she can walk, pee and drink, she's actually going to leave in about two hours. Whoa. Holy moly. That's crazy. That's amazing. Yeah, we're at a surgery center right now. Um, it's a very cool place. It's a one OR surgery center. They have procedure rooms and such as well. And, um, when you were, if you were to drive by it, you wouldn't even have any clue what we were doing up in here. Yeah. That's true. We had no, no idea that you're changing lives in there. Changing. Yeah. Li- yeah. Change it one surgery at a time. That's right. I know this is, um, I'm doing six cases today. Wow. wow. Is that pretty yeah. typical for you? Yes. I normally do about that. Today's mix lineup was two sleeves and four bypasses. Wow. wow. That's impressive. Very cool. And do you like doing them on the, like before the weekend? So everybody can kind of have like the weekend at home and, or when um, do you like doing I your mean, surgeries? Right now. Um, I mean, in an ideal world, I like to do them in the beginning of the week. Okay. Um, but it, I honestly don't really care. A lot of people do request Fridays so then mm-hmm. they can recover over the weekend and they have a more, you know, an easier physical job. They yeah. can go right back to work um, afterwards. Okay. All right. So, I mean, I operate on pretty much every day. So oh, wow. This, a lot of this is, it's really patient preference. I want them to know that they're going to be able to function once things resolve, as you guys know, you can go out to eat and drink. You're not going to look like the freak that everybody has to kind of help to accommodate all of your different things. Correct. Right. Yeah. Once you get past that first couple of months, it's pretty smooth sailing, I yeah. think, as long as you yeah. I mean, yeah. follow the process, like mm-hmm. follow what Dr. Dovek tells you to do. And I think you'll be OK. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, so I know that. For mine, post-op, I was not allowed to be in a hot tub or a pool or a bath for like three so, weeks after. So I've changed that. You can they can go. All of my patients can go on any of those things tonight if they want. Oh, okay. Whoa, okay. What was uh, the I let freezing them get the before? Wet. Uh, I realized that the water, the glue is waterproof, and um, there's no, there's nothing that shows there's an increased risk of infection, which is the one thing that you're, you know, you're trying to prevent uh-huh. by having them shower, get them soapy, keep them clean and dry, going in chlorinated treated pools. All of that is completely fine. Okay. Wow. And how long does it take for your insides to heal? Like with all the stitching and all the staples? So it takes, um, uh, it takes about for the, for all of the little, the, um, suturing and stapling and all that to really start to heal. It takes about five to seven days. Okay. Um, but we have people on a gradual diet, which starts out with like liquids and then um, pureed food, which is like a baby food, kind of a blended smooth consistency mm-hmm. to a soft food. And then finally, after four weeks, we want people to wait just because as you can see, there's a lot of hand sewing. These staples are very tiny. Mm-hmm. Like you just don't want to eat like a, a, a tough piece of meat mm-hmm. and definitely don't eat vegetables, even though you're craving salad or broccoli or mm-hmm. cauliflower or something, you want to let everything just sort of chill and heal. Okay. Yeah. That's funny. Somebody posted the other day. They were like, it's weird. 
that I'm craving vegetables, but I can't have them. And they're so, they're good for you. People say that all the time. They're like, I want salad so bad. Can I eat some celery or something? I'm like, don't do it. Do not eat raw vegetables for six weeks. I have seen it kind of get stuck at the lower connection and just sort of sit there. And it just feels like so awful until it pops through. And then it causes some irritation. Like, just chill. It will happen. Just let everything heal nicely. Yes. 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 You did all that hard work. Let's just exactly. treat just it nicely. The directions. It's just a few more weeks of, of rules and things mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. It seems like it's forever when you're in it. And then after you're like, oh, that didn't seem that didn't seem too long. Yeah. And it's exactly. crazy to think what less than an hour and you're done. This yes. is all done. Yeah, exactly. It's so crazy. Up, we are, I am done here. So we're going to help to move the patient. But I know you guys might want to wrap up. But I just want to tell you. Thank you again. This is um, awesome to show you inside a gastric bypass. Yes, Thank you we appreciate for it. having us. We're yeah. so we were so excited that we got to do this. We had so many people ask about, "Are you going to do a bypass? Are you going to do bypass?" Because the sleeve was so cool to watch. So I know oh, that's awesome. Thank you guys so much. Thank Amazing. you, Doctor D. We'll talk All to right. you soon. See you. Bye. Right. See ya. Okay. Bye. Bye. Oh my god, we just saw the bypass. We were like we stunned. It. it was so much fun. Very so detailed. Amazing. Very, Fantastic. Very, very I mean, Dr. D is, you know, our favorite surgeon. Oh, Hands yeah. down. We love the woman. We love what she stands for. We love everything about her. Yeah. yeah. Um, And for her to offer to have us be in virtually in the OR again for the second time was just just I, I, no words. No yeah, words. No guys. words. We love you because mm-hmm. now we can show people the bypass and how it's not as scary as we all think mm-hmm. it is. So, like, if you're teetering, definitely, I'm happy. I'm I'm definitely happy that you watched this. Yes, because this is super helpful. And if you know anybody that's um, wanting the bypass, definitely have them check it out. The video is on our YouTube um, yep. if you're listening, so you can go over there and watch the sleeve. And now you can watch the bypass, so mm-hmm. that way. Everyone knows, hey, it's not as scary as it as it all is in our head. Well, and we both were like, we all we wish that we would have done the bypass. Like yeah. we would have we wish we would have seen the surgeries so that we could have made a better informed decision. Absolutely. I wish there was something like this. I know they have like mm-hmm. the clinical ones that you get to see, but I wanted more of like how this is where we're talking to our why it's happening mm-hmm. and we can really ask all the little detailed questions that we know that you guys would want to know. Well, that we want to know. know. Yeah. Like we we're just as fascinated by this and it it keeps us informed on what's going on. Yeah. So we want to be able to tell you okay, this is what happens with the sleeve and this is what happens with the bypass. And then you can make an, a better informed decision. Yeah, now you have how to change life. Both informations yes. and not just like majority on one. Mm-hmm. So yes, thank you guys for listening. Yeah. Um, again, if you want to watch this, go to our YouTube channel. It mm-hmm. literally is just our Sleeve Life podcast and you'll find mm-hmm. it. Subscribe. And there's so many uh, more videos. There's mm-hmm. Protein Chicks videos. There are unboxing videos. There's also episodes throughout yes the year you're going to get drops. So mm-hmm. actually like there's going to be drops in the first of every month. So mm-hmm. you're going to get a whole new set of episodes to watch. Yes, actually. Yeah. 
Go yeah. do that now, my friends. Yes. And, and if, I, he, oh, go ahead. Oh, I'll say, and if you want to support us, you can also go to patreon.com mm-hmm. forward slash OSLP, pick a tier, and then you at least get to hang out with us once a month on the Patreon meetups. And then you can also get like stickers and shirts because there's stuff tied to those tiers. Yes. And I just want to send a huge thank you to Dr. D. Yes. Again. For allowing us to do this and for being a part of this amazing community and filling it with all of this knowledge that we should all have just right at our fingertips. So just thank you, Dr. D. We love you. We love you. And we love you guys. And we will see you next time. Bye. Hey, listeners, if you enjoyed your time with us, please rate, review, and subscribe on any platform you get your podcast. Check us out on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Join us on patreon.com forward slash OSLP, where you can get exclusive content. We would like to give a big thank you to Anne-Marie Cruz for our logo, Nick Dukes for our web design, Dylan Godfrey for our editing, and Eric Vaughn from 17th Street Studios for our music and recording space. Thanks for listening to our Sleeve Life podcast. We are breaking the stigma of weight loss and weight loss surgery one episode at a time.